Welcome to Seeing Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. So, how has your week been besides frigid and cold? Pretty much just that, frigid and cold. Yeah, I know, and we're not at the worst of it yet. Ugh. Next Wednesday, negative eight's the high? Yes. <laughs> no, thank you. Maybe we'll survive for another podcast episode. You never know. I'll be in jury duty. You don't know what'll happen on yeah. that day. I'm going to have to say he's guilty. You'll have to, you'll, it'll end up being like an OJ trial where you're like sequestered for months. Right. In a hotel room. Earning $25 a day. Yeah. Thanks, government. And then I'll be like, sorry, everyone, no podcast. Brad is. Oh, and I. um, MIA. And I have to pay for my own parking, which costs $24 a day. (laughs) (laughs) So you, your profit is $1. Right, before taxes. And you also have to feed yourself, probably. No, I bet you they feed you. Oh, yeah. They have to feed you. It's true. If you could feed yourself, you might see news. Oh, And yeah. then that would wreck your... Your bias. Yeah, exactly. That's the word. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. Good most job. Most of the time coming up. Most of the time I can come up with words. Good job, good job. <laughs> Usually not when we're recording, though. <laughs> no, well, we're recording right now and you came up with a word. It's true. That's what I'm saying most of the time. But in this episode, when you need to come up with the word, you won't. It's true. I used it up already. As we get on our subject, you'll be like, <laughs> I don't know. It's a flim flam. I don't know. A flim flam? A flim flam. <laughs> it's a highly uh, technical piece of instrumentation. Inside used, of the Galactica. Yeah, used to check the uh, the rate of the... The flammers? F- the flagellatinger. The flingy dingies. The flingy dingies. <laughs> Those are little boats for when you get caught out in space, right? Yep. Yep. Exactly. So you can ride on a uh, a, a flingy dingy. A flingy dingy <laughs> on a on a killer wave of uh, solar radiation. Yep. That's how it is. Exactly. And once you're in the flingy dingy, everything you have to say is like, "Yeah, brah." <laughs> Gnarly. Gnarly. Whoa. <laughs> Exactly. Um, TM NASA can't use our flingy dingy. <laughs> <laughs> we should get it patented. Yep, I'm gonna patent the flingy dingy. You all laugh now. Just wait. Just wait. Just you wait. And somebody on Mars wait. is using a flingy dingy. It all started here. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll be famous. <clears throat> yep. For people on a planet that. It takes, how long does it take for communication to get back from that planet? Who knows? When it's in the position that it's not trying to talk to us through the sun. So you're saying only people who are on flingy dinghies will appreciate the podcast? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Every flingy dinghy will become with a catalog of all of our podcasts. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) At the beginning, though, of the catalog will be the part where we TM flingy dinghy. Oh, yeah. Sponsored by flingy dinghy. For all your space travel needs. <laughs> Make sure you've got your MeUndies strapped on also. Space style. And while you're traveling, maybe you need to make a website with Squarespace. <laughs> to pass the time. It's got space in the name. Need any, need any people for your flingy dingy? Try ZipRecruiter. <laughs> the smart way to hire flingy dingy pilots. Uh-huh. You're going to need some snacks on your trip. How about NatureBox? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't heard a NatureBox commercial in a long time on a podcast. Yeah, I don't think they're doing very well. They can't afford marketing for podcasts anymore. Maybe I should try NatureBox. Help them out. Yeah. Another uh, food delivery service like Blue Apron just uh, went under called Munchery. Never even heard of them. Yeah, me either until I wrote about it today. Wow. The Munchery? The Munchery. Interesting. Yeah. But the big ones are still there. Blue Apron's still going. They're still going doesn't mean they're doing very well. HelloFresh is doing really well. Blue Apron is not doing very well. Well, it's because HelloFresh is imbi- uh, sorry, embracing the vegan and, yes. and uh, gluten-free, gluten-free, et cetera. Free and 
and Paleo. vegetarian and yeah yeah you can sign up for all those things blue apron did have like a whole 30 thing that they did i think in september they partnered with the whole 30 people they did and one of their recipes did not follow the whole 30 things and they apologized for it i got the email ridiculous anyway mm-hmm. that was a weird tangent wasn't it still space related i guess it is <laughs> so this week we're doing or this day this evening we are doing Battlestar Galactica, as you probably knew from the title of the episode that you clicked on and pressed play and downloaded yeah. with your fingers. Because it said Battlestar Galactica in the title. Mm-hmm. And the episode is season one, episode seven. Seven. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> Called Six Degrees of Separation. You'd think this one would have come one episode sooner so they could have had episode six be six degrees of separation yeah Just but saying. it's you know they didn't want to have that because this episode is all about kevin bacon and <laughs> yeah, if it was six people would have been confused so seven with six degrees of separation yeah and kevin bacon being in it prominently is, <laughs> prominently featured yes. it was a little strange when he first appeared i know in the cic but i was like all right i'll Especially roll with when it. he danced across oh god <laughs> And then there was that pipe that you never noticed before, and he was doing spins on it. It was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So good. So there are no degrees of separation. He's just there. He's just there. He's, he's one degree from everybody, <laughs> except for that dude down on the flight deck who has no friends. Chief? No, no. Oh, Chief has friends. Yeah, he and Chief hang out all the time. Oh, okay. He gave Chief some tips on making a better still. Okay. Yeah. But that other guy, you know, Jerry, he works on the, uh, on the afterburner bits. Mm, Nobody likes Jerry. him. It's because he never uses deodorant and he always Ugh. just stinks of BO. Come on, Jerry. Just because you're in space doesn't mean you can't use space deodorant. I know. It's just horrible. So nobody likes Jerry and Jerry has no <laughs> friends. I mean, Jerry's closest friend is a rate reducer that you use prior to the engine to keep the flow steady. and that's just a part. Wow, that's sad. And it's one of them. It's got a special mark on it. <laughs> <laughs> like the other parts don't like him. Poor Jerry. Yep. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry Gergich, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Jerry Gergich in space. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm actually not going to start with Silent Occupied Caprica this time. Why? Because it Because you want to save that. It oh, inter- oh! Okay. It intertwines with a scene later. It on. does. It does. Yeah. I will say though that Hilo and Sharon are on the run still from toasters, and it's been 24 days since they landed on Caprica, silent occupied Caprica. Since he landed on, Caprica. he landed and she appeared and. Poof. Anyway, back on the Galactica. Previously on Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. And when they did this previously on Battlestar Galactica was like scenes from all the first six episodes and the miniseries. So it It was all about guys. Like it should have been previously in the this series. In the entire series. (laughs) Yes. So as we know, Gaius is making a Cylon detector. Mm -hmm. And there are vague notions that Cylons look like humans. So he has to work even harder on it to get that figured out. Right. And as we also know, he has fantasies of number six, who is a Cylon. I wouldn't wouldn't say they're fantasies. She talks to him in his head. It's because they're nanobots, Stephanie. (laughs) So obviously, it's not a fantasy. It's a physical manifestation (laughs) of an image placed in his brain by the nanotechnology that is coursing through his blood. Okay, I'm gonna let you have it for this episode. That's right. But there's no butts. There is a lot of butts later. There were some butts. So I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna level with you. Yeah. Instead of nanobots. Yeah. I'm gonna say implant right now. For now. But how? But there was no surgery. There's no marks. It's obviously well. A nanobot can be implanted. Oh, okay. We can meet on common ground on that. Okay. Because that's also what the people called it was an implant. Anyway. <laughs> Who are the, the people? The fun, my fun facts. 
Oh, okay. Vaguely called it an implant. Vaguely. Vaguely. But. Yeah. There are conditions to this. Okay. That potentially prove otherwise. So this isn't within the six steps of (laughs) Kevin Bacon? Like this implant falls beyond, thus proving (laughs) the the Kevin Bacon six steps? Six <laughs> yes, level. Exactly. What is it? What's it called again? Six degrees of separation. Okay, so that, so that the six degrees of separation <laughs> between Kevin Bacon and the nanobot do not exist because it just breaks the Kevin Bacon rule. Right. Even exactly. though he was on the Galactica <laughs> dancing in the. In but the, who? But did we really see him? Did they really see him? Who knows? Was he really there? Was he ever there? True. It could have been a sleeper nanobot in somebody's brain. <laughs> That just really liked Footloose. <laughs> Is it still the greatest movie that ever was made? Yep. It never was. From a long time ago, too. Like, it was. It just resurfaced, mm-hmm. and Kevin Bacon was cloned so that they could remake it. Because actually, <laughs> Kevin Bacon is from one of the uh, 12 colonies. Ah, okay. So, <laughs> so, when we join our hero, Kevin anti-hero, Bacon. <laughs> no, Gaius Baltar. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, oh, this episode also has your favorite line in it. It does have my favorite line I in it. I laughed when it happened. It is my favorite line. I also texted Nick when it happened, even though there was no context. <laughs> he was like, are you doing podcast homework? I was like, yes. <laughs> Good job, Nick. <clears throat> um, so Gaius is looking at samples and trying to find evidence of God in them. Mm-hmm. And he chats with his implanted manifestation. Yep. Thank you. Head six. Um, Nanobot. But anyway, okay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, so he's, yeah, he's just working on, he's trying to figure out how to be able to distinguish Cylons from humans, basically, by mm-hmm. looking at these samples. Right. And, and he caught, and. And trying to find the divine. Yeah, because six is all about God and the one true God and, you know, figuring out your plan and blah, blah, blah. And right. he's like, right, the Church of the Mystic Cylon Detector. <laughs> and and while and he's physically in the lab, but in his mind he has been transported to his very fancy apart house, apartment, whatever. It's probably a house. On uh Cy- uh, well, on, on on Caprica. Caprica. Prior to being occupied by yes. nuclear fallout and Cylons. Yes. Um they are having some intimate time together, and she's still talking about God. He just wants to get busy, mm-hmm. get busy boning. Yeah, he just wants to hear her say, oh, God. <laughs> yes. Uh, she says, I'm trying to save your immortal soul. And he says, what you're trying to do is bore me to death with your superstitious drivel, your metaphysical nonsense. No rational, free-thinking human being would actually believe um, that Cylons are, in the final analysis, little more than toasters mm. with great-looking legs. <laughs> <laughs> I, miss, I must have forgotten that part. <laughs> they are. So he's got great-looking legs. While he's going on this rant, she's pulling away from him and walking away out of the bedroom because she's annoyed. And mm-hmm. also, he hurt. calls her a toaster, and that's rude. Yeah, she's hurt. She's very sad. But what really is happening is there's a solar flare somewhere between the <laughs> transmission ship and where the Galactica is now, and the signal is getting interrupted by this super long solar flare. So, you know, science. <laughs> uh-huh. So he looks for her, but he can't find her, so he just says, it's my fantasy, what do I care? I'll dream up someone new. Because it's a fan, because it's a in his head. Yeah, he thinks it's a fantasy. Because it is in his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he's kind of walking through his apartment, but he's still walking through the Ur's house, so he's still walking through the lab, and he's like, "Hmm, figure out some foreplay." I don't know. He's just kind of talking about what he plans to do with this new woman he'll dream up. Right. And then he, because he hears a knock at the door, and then he opens it, and he's saying these inappropriate things, and D is standing there, and she's like, "What?" Right. <laughs> She says she that likes Tommy. Billy. Billy. <laughs> Who's Tommy? It was an E. <laughs> I was close by one letter. Um <laughs> by one letter. Yep. 
Um, <laughs> so she tells him they want him in the CIC, so she takes him there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets there and sees Six. She's wearing a much different outfit, like kind of a uh, very modest tur- turtle bleh, turtleneck mm-hmm. and pants. All business, no fun. And he makes a comment about her outfit and he tries to touch her and she's like, stop, get your hands off me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? He's like, whatever. Because he just thinks it's still in his mind. Right. And Adama says that Miss Godfrey here has brought some accusations against you. And he's looking around, looking for this Miss Godfrey. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, okay, where is she? And she's like, I'm right here. And he's like, of course you are. And he's still looking around, and they're just looking at him like he's a crazy person. As they should. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then finally he says, wait, all of you can see her? <laughs> and I think Ty says, she's standing right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> He says he is pleased, but slightly puzzled to make her acquaintance. <laughs> she's standing right next to you. <laughs> and then she's just like, don't touch me, you traitor. And he's like, excuse me. She says, you're the one that let the, de- the Cylons into the defense mainframe and basically caused genocide mm-hmm. for humans. Ty missed a perfect line. What? He could have been like, she's, she's on the fracking ship. <laughs> <laughs> She's right fracking next to you. <laughs> Since he likes to frack a lot. She does like to frack a lot. No, he, Ty. Ty likes to say frack a lot. Oh, he does. But she also likes to frack a lot. Well, what? that's a made-up word, Stephanie. What are you talking about? What do you think it means? I think it means fraternal radiology <laughs> alternate corn husk. That starts with a C. Is it end with a? I don't know how it's to spell it. It's a K. It's R F A. Kool Aid. K. Kool Aid. Alrighty. <clears throat> Stephanie is not amused. With my- <laughs> I was legitimately clearing my throat, but I felt like doing it sassily. <laughs> so, Miss Godfrey claims that she was in the defense mainframe working there when she saw Gaius go in. And that Dr. Amarak, who we heard mention of, I think, in the miniseries, mm-hmm. um, he said, she said he gave her a disc of a photo of Gaius entering the mainframe the day of the attack and claiming that he's carrying a briefcase that contained a bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go and look at this photo. Can but- I just talk about how they even have direct circles in his? I mean, their, their DVD has corners. It's it's an octagon. (laughs) It's very silly. That's so much space that you lose at the the flat edges. Yeah. It's kind of silly. Yeah. Wouldn't it like not work as well? I would. Well, if it's perfectly made and the hole is in the right spot, you'd have no problems. It's true. You're losing valuable space. Yeah. Because you can't write all the way out to the edge. Oh, well. Unless your lasers are going to start going. Or it spins faster so they can breach the gaps i mean it is space who knows who knows what they can do they make Uh, octagon dvds apparently (laughs) yes so they go look at this it would have been fantastic if the entire series came on octagon dvds i mean that was a missed opportunity (laughs) it was for real (laughs) i was like do i have it no i don't own it they could have done octagon blu-rays because then they could have fit more information in a little space it's true We've got a million dollar idea for you, BSG mar- marketers. Yeah, who who did this? Several years later. Did you do a re-release? Sci-fi. How many, uh, no, what's the TV series, the, the uh, studio? I don't is know. Is it Fox? Is it Maybe. Universal? But it was sci-fi, so. I'm just saying, I'm like, maybe, how many years has it been now? When was this out? 2004 or something. So in 2020... Eight, nine, nine. They, they could release that. a 25th anniversary Blu-ray set that's on Octagon <laughs> Discs. There you go. So, just send me like some money, whoever you are, studio. Me too. Support our podcast. <laughs> we'll still be going by then. Maybe we'll be in season four of Orphan Black. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
and possibly getting to the end of Battlestar Galactica at some point Maybe. thereafter. Mm-hmm. So we pull up the image, but it's only his back. So Adama's not super convinced because you can't tell who it is. But she says that if you sharpen and enlarge the reflection of the man's face in this like clear door, you can tell who it is. And you yeah, can see the that it's server guys. rack door. It's got yeah. a glass. It's one of those um, fancy ones. Fancy. Probably had built in cooling to keep the computers all cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it is the defense mainframe. It is. See see who's in the reflection of Hal's window. <laughs> So while uh, Lieutenant Gato works on that, they revoke Gaius's security clearance, or it's temporarily suspended until they can clear him. Mm-hmm. And they put him on the no-fly list and... Won't let him leave the ship, etc. Yeah. Meanwhile, Callie is helping Chief via Starbucks notes, sloppy notes, right. on how to control the Cylon Raider that she piloted back to the Galactica. Mm-hmm. And then Starbuck is in the medical wing. She's still pretty injured from her knee. And she's trying to do some physical therapy and walk with Lee's, I wouldn't call it encouragement, his uh, <laughs> mocking, his mocking, his chiding, trying to basically like, I think he knows what motivates her. And so he's doing, he's like being sassy to her right, to, to motivate her, her. angry so yeah. that she'll want to kick his butt. And yeah, so that she'll want to walk and she'll want to get better. But even that doesn't really work for her. She gives up kind of quickly. Yeah, she seems kind of afraid to do it. Yeah. I think what happened to her really shook her. Mm-hmm. She's, she's hardcore shook. Yeah, well, she almost died, Stephanie. She did. It was scary. I would think so. And then she had to pilot. Pilot. <laughs> she had to pilot. She had to pilot. I Cylon. <laughs> Radar <laughs> back to the galactical because <laughs> she's the best pilot there is. <laughs> I sure or she sure is. <laughs> Stephanie apparently has become a Cylon. Are you a toaster? <laughs> is this why there's multiple of you in this world? <laughs> Yeah, it's not clones. It's just because I'm a Cylon. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Pilot. <laughs> Do pilots practice Pilates? <laughs> That's what she needs. She needs to do some Pilates to get better. <laughs> to make her knee better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> I'm glad my terrible mouth amuses you. <laughs> my mouth that does not cooperate sometimes. Stephanie, you amuse me all the time. Thank you. You're welcome. So, <laughs> Starbuck gives up quickly, but and sits back down on her bed, just like, give me some more meds, Doc. But he's like, nope, you're all done. So you better get get out of the. He's we- well, they're weaning her yeah, off. Yeah, weaning her off. Besides, he needs them for himself. Yes. So get your ass out of bed. See, even back then there was a crisis with, uh, um, yeah. Pharmaceutical. Nick, Nick is screaming right now at the radio about like what I'm trying to say. I mean, like literally right now. I don't. He's know what probably already messaged me at this exact moment. We can't keep putting him on blast because he's not going to fall for it. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> We'll see. And the word I'm looking for is opioid. Oh, Thank you. Opi- opi- opiate. Opiate? I can't say opiate. O words anymore. It's just not going to happen. Oh, no. <laughs> opiod. <laughs> opiod. Pilot. <laughs> Quick, give me more opiods for my piloting. Uh. I am Stephanie version 2.0. <laughs> I need to be rebotted. <laughs> I am hoping on my next software upgrade, I will be able to talk like a normal person again. <laughs> Let's get back to the episode. Episode. <laughs> okay. 
So Gaius goes into his fantasy time while he's on the phone with uh, Rosalind trying to, he's still trying to find his six and figure out what the hell's going on. But all he's been able to muster up is a new vase with a weird flower. (laughs) Pretty. I I don't know. That won't get him off. (laughs) (laughs) Depends. I guess is it a on hallucinogen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is um, it a fun flower? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he tells, he's trying to explain to Rosalind that he could never have anything to do with this. Don't believe this crazy lady because mm-hmm. he has reason to believe that she's a Cylon. But while they're having this conversation, Rosalind has collapsed. Yep. Um, before she heard that part of it. The Cylon bit, yeah. Yes. Um, we find out that she took too many... Kamala extract. She took three instead of one because. Oh, yes. The old rule that more will cure you faster. Yes. The yeah. more you take, the faster you'll get better. Right. Or the faster you'll feel the effects. Uh huh. Either way. Um, but Billy was so freaked out by her collapsing that he accidentally let people overhear the transmission that he needed the doc to come over. Uh huh. So now the press is like, what's going on? What's wrong with the president? Blah, 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 blah. And he's just like, she has food poisoning. It's fine. Oh, uh, yeah. We shouldn't have trust Mr. Kim Sushi. <laughs> Over on that one ship. Yeah. Don't trust it. Right. The USS. Our Grubhub delivery from the, <laughs> from the neighboring ship. <laughs> it was the, I'm not going to, I'm just going to stop now. <laughs> okay. It's going to stop now. It was going to be bad, people. It was going to be bad. Meanwhile, uh, number six, or Shelly, is Shelly Godfrey, is chatting with Adama. Just like this. I'm telling you, you do (laughs) the thing you will see. What? Godfrey. (laughs) Gilbert Godfrey. (laughs) I have to move the mic back. Hold on. What is happening? If you enhance the image, you will see. <laughs> it's clearly vile. Uh, Gaius Baltar. There you go. Oh, lordy. <laughs> <laughs> um, goodness gracious. <laughs> she is talking about how she was in love with Dr. Amarak. Oh, and yeah. that's why that they had alone a is sexy. That's why they had the special relationship and he gave her the disc and then she's like, I'm so lonely. Don't you just get lonely? Uh-huh. And she's hitting on Adama. And she kisses him. Yeah. She smooches that face. And then you know what happens. He gets real suspicious. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's which, like I want eyes on her twenty four seven. Which is like, oh, nobody <laughs> It makes me feel kind of bad for him. Why? Because he's like, nobody ever hits on him, so he's immediately suspicious. No, no. That a woman no, likes him. No, I don't think that's it at all. I think he finds it awkward. He he finds it suspicious that in trying to to say that Gaius Baltar is this way, and then to in- immediately go into sexy time, like knowing that he is the highest ranking military official left in the entire galaxy, uh, galaxy of these people mm-hmm. so far as we know yeah that uh he uh yeah it's it's timing i know, I know. like comedy her timing was bad but i wanted to make a joke about How, come on <laughs> he clearly it was loved at some point he had two sons i know he was loved and i'm just making a joke Kara Thrace loves him too baby she doesn't love him, though. No, but she loves him you like You know who father. loves him? Rosalyn. What? Well, hey, settle down. She will. Hey, we settle know. down. They're cute together. They are cute together. He gave her a book. It was cute. Yep. Didn't lend it to her. He gave it to her. Yeah, you don't lend books. He gives them. You give books. You give them. We learned this. We did, a few episodes ago. I think it was in the miniseries, wasn't it? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Potentially. Yep. You give books. Never lend a book. That's when I made the joke that you didn't have to give that book back. That's somebody like you. <laughs> <laughs> have you Probably given that Kelsey. Book back? Kelsey gives me lots of books. And well, then she never asked for them back. It's because she needs more space on her <laughs> bookshelves. True. She has a zillion books. 
Okay, I'm sorry for taking us off track. It's okay. So they smooch, and then he's suspicious. He calls Ty mm-hmm. and tells him to put her under discreet surveillance and not to let her leave the ship. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, <laughs> sorry, my favorite part is coming out. Okay. Uh, Gaeta leaves his post of the computer, this sharpening image thing that he's doing, to go to the potty. Right. To go to the bathroom. Yes. <clears throat> and Gaius follows him. He uh-huh. goes into the next stall. <laughs> and he's like whispering and chatting to him through the, through the stall slats. Mm-hmm. While Gaeta's just trying to get his business going. It's like, come on, man. He's like, man, come on. Like my only time to myself. I've been holding this trying for to, the last thirty to, minutes. Trying to play snake and look at some Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> he asks him if the he wants to know how the photo's go, coming along, and he asks him if he suspects the disc is a fake at all, and that right. he could help him figure it out if he would just let him in the lab. Right. But Kate is like, "Stop talking to me. Blah, go away." And then can't the do- concentrate. Yeah, and the door opens, and Gaius very loudly shushes him. He's like, shh, 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 someone's in here. It's like, calm down. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> You're making him more suspicious. Uh-huh. Um, we see- Shushes travel great in a bathroom. They do. Yeah, because of, <laughs> of all the echoey. Because of all the echoey? Yes. Because <laughs> of all the echoes in a bathroom. Uh-huh. The person that came into the bathroom was like a woman. We see woman feet walking by. Um, Gaeta takes the opportunity of the silence to escape (laughs) and doesn't wash his hands, which Gaius is offended about. (laughs) You didn't wash your hands. (laughs) I don't think he did anything that required hand washing. I think he was interrupted. He wasn't left alone. He was unable to complete his business. (laughs) He's going to head the head in section D now. (laughs) Yeah, he went to a way different bathroom. Where you can get some privacy. Yeah. Gaius realizes that the feet belong to Miss Godfrey, and he pushes the stall open, and she's very offended. Have you lost your mind? And he says, I pose myself that question on a daily basis, <laughs> <laughs> which I appreciate him being self-aware of his craziness. Yes. <laughs> um, he accuses her of being a Cylon copy, mm-hmm. and she's just like, she basically tells him to go away and whatever. Right. She just is like, whatever, dude, get out of here. And he says, you think this is over? This is not over. You have not heard the last. No more Mr. Nice Gaius. <laughs> Pause for laughter. It's <laughs> my favorite quote. It is, a, it is a good quote. It just makes me giggle. It's so silly. It is. It's very silly. I wonder if they thought of that line like way early. And they had to use it somewhere. We're gonna, he's Gaius Baltar. We got to do like a no Mr. Nice Gaius. Yeah. You know, and they were probably laughing their butts off in the mm-hmm. room, the writer's room, just dying on the floor. I'm all Mr. Nice Guys. <laughs> so good. Because it's so ridiculous because he's like such a smart guy. Like he's a genius, basically. Mm-hmm. And then he, that's his comeback. And he's just so fidgety. Fidgety. Fidgety genius. Like Bruce Banner. They're all fidgety. Mm-hmm. Yep. They got too much. Stuff going on in their mind. They can't sit still. It's true. And then they come up with really good comebacks. That are horrible. <laughs> no Mr. Nice Gaius. And then Bruce doesn't even have comebacks. He just stares vacantly in fear. <laughs> 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 Poor baby. I guess his comeback is to Hulk out sometimes. <laughs> his comeback is Hulk smash. <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> We made it like 30 minutes before I said anything Marvel related. Aren't you, you all proud of me? <laughs> Almost 33 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, you did good. <laughs> Way to go. Uh, Chief is still trying to figure out the Cylon Raider, and Boomer comes over. She starts kind of stroking it gently. Mm-hmm. Says it's probably a Cylon itself, and it's more of an animal than the human models. Maybe they designed it to perform a task. You have to treat it like a pet. And he's like, oh, really? <laughs> like, this is awkward. She's trying to arouse the pet. <laughs> she was very, yeah, she touched it very lovingly, mm-hmm. very fondly. Yes. As you are stroking your mic stand right now. Settle down. 
it's probably you'd probably need to treat it like a pet and it'll <laughs> it'll record you better. Uh-huh. You know, it'll hold the microphone nice and still. Your your microphone's moving. It's cuz it's Cause you're stroking it. <laughs> <laughs> Ty comes in and or not comes in. He he, he poofs into the hospital wing. Poof. <laughs> And he kind of makes fun of Starbuck for still being in bed, basically. Mm-hmm. Or he just says, like, he basically doesn't give a shit what she does, but every day she spends in that bed is another day his opinion of her is confirmed. Yeah. Which is like, oh, sick burn. Yeah. See, he also knows how to motivate her. Yeah. Except like, she's more motivated by him. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> she. I think he is. he's way more motivating than Lee, because she can just be like, oh, whatever, screw off, Lee. Like, right. he's like... They have like a brotherly, well, maybe not brotherly, but you know. Brotherly, sisterly. Well, I mean, there's some, probably a little Siblingly. bit more. A little bit more than that, probably, but you know. She's in love with his brother. She yeah. has no feelings for him whatsoever. Settle down. Oh, God. Okay, jeez. <laughs> I didn't know you were so intense on that, about that ship. <laughs> the Zack Starbucks ship. Yeah. Calm down. Come on. Yeah, they had a cute name when they were together. Zach Buck? Maybe. Star Zach? Well, Zach was his real name, right? Yeah. So it was probably... Karak. <laughs> Karak. It, it was probably... Uh, Zara. Zara. Zara, yeah. <laughs> That's a store. What was his call sign? I don't know. If we knew his call sign, we could know the call sign cute name too. But we don't know that, so... I don't even think they ever mentioned his call sign. I don't sign. know if he had a call sign because he didn't really make it through. Yeah, he was still in training. So, that was an opportunity missed. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking. The, this, no, I don't think they've ever referred to Zach I just by was a call curious. Sign. Calm down. You're just trying to push a, a Paul Buck. A Paul Buck. <laughs> I'm appalled by this buck. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I don't ship a Paul Buck. I ship it one episode, and that's it. Oh. Star Palo? <gasps> that's cute. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. But I like a different person a lot, but that's later. Okay. Tattoo one. No clue. You remember? Nope. Can't remember. Anders. That's his name. Flanders? A- and- Anders. <laughs> Anders. Oh. He's one of the workaholics. <laughs> Anders. <laughs> That's his name. You like him because he's just always getting high. No. <laughs> and doing ridiculous things with his bunkmates. No. <laughs> Anders is a good one. I like him. But I really like Lee and, St- Lee and Starbuck in one episode in particular. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Actually, no. It makes me laugh because they're so dumb in it. <laughs> they're so cheesy. It like, it's, anyway. We'll get there in three years. Yep. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> we're not on the edge of our seats at all right now uh, so what happens Stuff. okay <laughs> Gaius tells Adama that Godfrey is a Shelly Shelly it's the voice that really take, you know her constant oh, screaming and high pitchedness that really just throws them off <laughs> I almost said she's a Shelly agent. <laughs> a Shelly agent? She's a Shelly agent. She's a Cylon agent. And he continues to look for his fantasy lady in his fantasy land. <laughs> <clears throat> if he could just get a tissue sample from Shelly, he could figure it out. But if his face shows up, he loses everything, Adama says, basically. Right, 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 right. Um, Gaius is running around his fantasy land telling her that he loves her, but he just doesn't want to be accused of causing genocide of the human race by a Cylon. Mm. So he's taking ownership of how he was involved, but he'd rather be taken down by an honest-to-God person. Blood because, and Because, well, he feels like human. this is revenge for him being snotty to her. Oh, she manifested? All the nanobots came out and just joined up, kind of like the Iron Man suit. Oh, we went back to Marvel. Yep. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's what he thinks. He thinks it's payback 
for him calling her a toaster and her uh-huh. making her leave by making fun of her god shit. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And this character's name is Godfrey. It's all the lines, man. It's just there's this red string between every one of these pins. The photo finishes sharpening. Unfortunately, it is Gaius's face. No. No. Uh, but there's a fire alarm caused by Gaius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Gaeta gets up and leaves the computer, and then Gaius sneaks in and is trying to do everything to scramble the image or destroy it or whatever the hell he can do to make it go away. Mm-hmm. You'd think as a scientist you would know more, but you know. Did you see the keyboard on that computer? No. It had buttons. I don't even know what would happen. <laughs> It's a space keyboard. Man, it had like it was like seven of our keyboards. <laughs> I don't think you could call it not even QWERTY. I don't even know what it would be. <clears throat> Maybe I could type on it because I type so weirdly. I don't know, man. They had all those weird things. They had that little triangle section in the middle because even their keyboards need to have cut corners and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. When they stop him is the best though. Yeah, they he's grabs a stool. And he's about ready to bash the computer uh-huh. when Ty and Adama burst in to stop him. And then some soldiers take him to the brig. Which you might go and say, what good is that? It's a computer. It's probably networked on the ship. But wait, people. Don't jump to conclusions. Because what did our friend Adama say in the very, very first episode? That it's not. They took down the network? Nothing on this ship is networked because that's how you get messed Bots. over. That's how, how you get hacked. That's, that's how you get that, hacked. That's how when you know the guy that nobody likes on the, what was his name? Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> when he goes to one of those bad salacious sites, you know, that have pornography. Mm, yeah. Then the, the whole spam. ship is done because he downloaded some porno virus. <laughs> God damn it, Jerry. God, Jerry. This is why nobody <laughs> likes you, Jerry. <laughs> Uh, what happens? So they take us to the break. And then Starbuck goes to help Chief. She gets up. She's got a... Walk? Crutch? <laughs> crutch. Thank you. <laughs> Cane? <laughs> she has like a crutch. Oh, I like was... flailed my arms around. Yeah, Steph was like doing sword things. I don't know. It's like she had a rapier <laughs> and she's like, I, I don't know. I was trying to like, Fence. I was holding it, but then I was acting like if I was standing, I would be using it to move. In front of you? <laughs> no, to the side. Because she was using it for her one leg. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> she gets inside of, she climbs inside the raider because Chief thinks it's gross because he already tried and right. he can't figure it out. And she kind of takes the, the pet advice and treats it like a horse, basically. Yep. She says, come on, boy, giddy up. Yep. And then she slowly Feeds manages. Gives it a sugar cube, gives it an apple. Yeah, a carrot. <laughs> she slowly manages to power it up. Horses like carrots? I thought it was apples horses like. I think they like carrots. I thought mooses like Sven liked carrots. I don't know, maybe. Okay. I'm not a horse expert. Ask Missy. She's but it, the horse expert. But it starts. It does. It, it powers sh- up. It shimmies. Gets it on. And then, is it Apollo's there, right? It, I don't remember. Maybe. Isn't he the one that's there? It says, don't shoot anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was either him or Chief said that. But yes. I think it was Apollo. Okay. Uh, Roslyn chats with Gaius while he's in prison. Mm-hmm. Or the brig, to be more space accurate. Thank you. And says so she believes... Or military accurate. Military accurate. Yeah, because they have brigs on all sorts of ships that don't just go into space. Fine. <laughs> Even on land. <laughs> so, a brig. Yes, true. She says that she does believe he was involved with the attack somehow, but she's not sure. She just has a feeling. Ooh. She's not sure what it means, but she just knows he was involved somehow. Maybe not this instance. Right. But something is telling her. Well, he's kind of got to be in some fashion, right? He programmed it. It's true. Like the defense, it was his thing. It's true. Be it directly or indirectly, <coughs> whatever the case, when the defenses came down, it was his program that was yes. hacked. True. So he's involved in some fashion right. regardless. She thinks he has more to do with it than just programming it, however. Gotcha. 
Um, but he says he does not want to be executed on her gut feeling, which is fair. Do you want to go to Cylon Occupied Caprica for a minute? Okay, I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Pop on All right, down. guys. I'm just going to head over there. I'll be right back. I swear to God. You're right. <laughs> Did you see Sh- Sharon and Hilo? It's like really cloudy and I feel sick now. Is that a bad thing? Oh, I think you have radiation poisoning. Oh, man. You need a injection. I forgot my little thing that I put on my lapel to know how much rads I'm taking. Yeah. So they are hiding in the woods. Mm-hmm. Sharon and Hilo. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do heads or tail and Hilo wins. So What are they or- doing heads or tails for? I'm getting to it. Oh, okay. I was about to say it so that she can sleep and he'll keep watch. Oh, okay. That's what they were doing. Gotcha. They were trying to see who would sleep and who would keep watch. Gotcha. And even though he got it or he won, he makes her sleep. Like that's his. Was this, is this after we see them running through the woods on one side of a riverbank? Yeah. I mentioned that at the very beginning. I just said they were running from toasters. And toasters running on the other side. Okay. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So. They kind of snuggle a little bit on the ground. Mm-hmm. And it's thundering a little bit also. Mm-hmm. He says he wouldn't, he wants to, her to sleep because he doesn't want something to happen to her while she's awake and he's asleep again, like what happened before. Right. He says he wouldn't know what to do. He wouldn't know how to deal with it if something happened to her. Mm-hmm. And she says she feels the same way. Mm-hmm. And he says that he knew that there was something happening between her and Chief, but he respected it and he was going to, you know, that's, that's fair, whatever. He wasn't going to interfere. Mm-hmm. But he said, but I would have give, given anything to be him. Mm. Damn. So he doesn't they... like being a navigator? <laughs> I'm ignoring <laughs> that comment. <laughs> doesn't sound like you're ignoring it because you're laughing. <laughs> Sharon grabs him and they make out a bunch and it's storming. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, on the Galactica... You can cut away at that moment? I am cutting away. How dare you? Because we're going to intersect. <sighs> okay, yep. <clears throat> Boomer opens her locker mm-hmm. and sees Cylon written across her mirror. Uh-oh. And she quickly wipes it away, and she's saying, it's not true, it's not true, while we're getting cuts back to Cylon Occupied Caprica. Cylon Occupied Caprica. Mm-hmm. Sharon and Hilo are full-on boning at this point. Yeah. And Those her jump spine, seats come off quick, don't they? They are gone. <laughs> like the <laughs> it must moment. Have been tear away. <laughs> <laughs> and her spine is all glowy. Yeah, it which seems begs like the a question: Do Cylons have to be on top because their spines glow? <laughs> like, that, did they like burn the? Is it like they're? It's because they're using so much body motion and stuff that that those are like the the heat. Or it's like the fins on your CPU pull, draws right. the heat away. Right. Right. So, like, if she's, like, because now I want to look at it, if watching future episodes, if a Cylon is ever on the bottom. <laughs> well, we will because find out. Because with Gaius in six, it's all, she's always on top. She likes to be in control. For her, I feel like, yeah, that's her thing. Is like, she's very much, she's going to be on top. And Gaius is very much going to be on the bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But for Sharon and Hilo, I feel like it's a little bit more of a rolling around thing yeah but then she ended up on top right at the moment of her spine glowing yeah yep so just curious like if you lay on the bed is it like gonna get all heated up like a like one of those shitty phones and that become... overheats and like burns and all of a sudden you're, fire. you're a fire hazard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why is the bed on fire i don't know don't worry about don't. it <laughs> i'm sorry just go grab the fire extinguisher <laughs> this happens to me all the time <laughs> what an awkward first date for a Cylon who didn't know. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Maybe. We'll find out. Now, busy- we, now we have to pay attention for that in yeah. the future. They busy banged. And I think... But... Now, yes? you say she just wiped that off. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I kind of felt like the Sharon, Sharon on Galactica was feeling a little hot and bothered, maybe. I thought that maybe Sharon was like feeling Boomer. Boomer, yeah, thank you. Was feeling like maybe something was going on. 
that's how I kind of read it. Like her hand on the, the locker. It was almost like, or maybe I just looked down at the wrong moment and missed the uh, Cylon. She, no, because she's not saying it's not me. She's saying it's not true. It's not true while right. she's wiping it away. I think that they were just. I don't. I think she was freaking out about the Cylon thing because gotcha. she's been having all of these moments. So of, me thinking it's some psychic link is not true. No, I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, just, I think that they are connected in a way, but they. I think it's very explicit. They are all separate people. I think that's a thing that they want to get across a lot. Okay, is that all the Cylons like have their own personality, even though they are the same? So she's just freaking about the Cylon. Okay, yeah, because that makes she, sense. I because didn't, yeah, the whole. Hatch combing on Causeway C opening thing, right. the bombs on the the water tank, the her, her petting having the a one in her bag yeah. and being wet, and then the one in her raptor. The evidence is stacking up against her, and I think she's starting to freak out and think that it might be true. Mm-hmm. Well, then she shouldn't have <clears throat> written Cylon on. Her I know, there. right? Come on, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was like her sleeper self that did that. Yep. So Gaius is still in his cell, and he starts to pray. He finally acknowledges the one true God and says he'll be a good boy and behave if, he gets, if the one true God gets him out of that, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then finally, Head Six returns to him and Thank promises God. that all will be well. Solar flare is over, guys. And as God wants it to be. Internet has been restored. Gata returns, or Gata comes to visit him in the brig and asks, and he says, open the cell. Gaia starts freaking out because he thinks he's going to be executed. Mm-hmm. And he says, Gata tells him the photograph was a fake. And Gaia says, of course it was a fake. I don't wear a shirt like that. <laughs> <laughs> Missing the point, buddy. Gata said he re-ran the security checks and found photo manipulation. Mm-hmm. I just knew you could never have anything to do with the attack. You're not that kind of man. It was like she wanted to be found out. Wow. Uh, and then we find out that there were two Marines that were tailing Shelly Godfrey, but then she went around a corner and kind of vanished. But Ty or Adama, one of the two, says she can't. She couldn't have just vanished. Like it's not possible. Well, she reintegrated into Gaius's head. Yeah. Nope. I'm telling you, man, it's the iron suit. No, thing. I have a literal she explanation. Reintegrated right into Gaius's bloodstream, and now we're back to having. Um... No, because they actually explain it on the show. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. I'm getting to that. <clears throat> That's why I was like, haha, I have, a... <laughs> <laughs> I have an explanation. Okay. Because <laughs> while I was watching this, I was like, damn it. <laughs> I was like, god damn it, Brad. <laughs> but then the internet was like, Ha-ha, here's your evidence. And okay. I was like, thank you. What's our evidence? Uh, hold on, we're not done with the episode oh, okay, yet. okay, sorry. Uh, Rosalind gives a press conference to mm-hmm. mostly say she's well and to also exonerate Gaius mm-hmm. for, and say the Cylons clearly wanted to discredit him because of his work on the detector. So everybody should be a nice Gaius to Gaius. Yes. <laughs> Return of Mr. <laughs> nice Gaius, who will help you with the Cylon detector. <laughs> Everyone claps, and in his head, Six is saying, "Wow, you're a hero. It'll be a hard, it'll be hard to accuse you of treason ever again." Ooh. Um, and Gaius realizes that this was her plan was to like put him on the high, like the lowest pedestal ever to to like make him reborn as a hero, basically. Well, you gotta hit rock bottom before you come out on top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Gaius. He just wants to, he says he's not going to question God anymore, but he does want to know if the woman ever existed, if she was ever there. Uh-huh. But Six just undresses and doesn't answer him and goes into the bedroom and he says, God's will be done. hmm <laughs> The end. Did you notice her little birthmark on her calf? I did not notice. Oh, I did. You notice the great uh, camera work they did? Just following up that leg, up that leg, up that leg, up. Here comes the butt change scene. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're past the butt to the back, maybe a little side action, but Yep. Yep. So You said there were a lot of butts in this episode. That's my evidence that there weren't. <laughs> <laughs> did I say there were a lot of butts? I think you did. Something about butts. Butts were brought up at some point. I feel like there weren't a lot of butts in this one. No, there really I don't really know isn't. why I would have said that. Anyway. So 
There's an episode of Battlestar Galactica called The Plan. It's a movie. Yeah. It's everything from the Cylons perspective. Yeah. Of all the events that t- that take place. And why are we going in, aren't we going to cover this at some point? I'm explaining this to you so that you know what happened. Oh, okay. So the the episode leaves us open to interpretation of what happened to Shelley, oh, but okay. the plan explains yeah. what happens. Okay. Which is that Shelley was a Cylon agent sent by John Cavill, who's a Cylon we haven't met yet, I believe. Okay. To discredit Baltar and the Cylon Detector Project. Okay. Um, it's also implied that Shelley made it easy to find out the truth due to her feelings for Baltar. Her disappearance is revealed to have been orchestrated by John Cavill and another six, which ended with Cavill pulling her from the corner when she was walking by and tossing her out the airlock. Ah. So which is they, why she disappeared. They made her float. Yeah. And in, in addition, um, we also get a flash of the Cylon or the the boomer looking at boomer looking at her locker as a Cylon. Mm-hmm. Um it is suggested that her Cylon personality did it in an attempt to warn Boomer of what she was so that Boomer would stop her. But okay. So her programming to make her think <clears throat> she's human as the beginning yeah. likes to remind us some are some are programmed to believe they're human. Is trying to win? Yes, trying to so her Cylon side is trying to warn her of what's going on so she can stop the sleeper side of her before something bad happens. Gotcha. To stop her from continuing to do these weird things that she's doing like the water tank. Etc. Yeah. Interesting. Um additionally, this is the first use of the term toaster in a derogatory way. Okay. Which is Baltar telling Mm -hmm. Six that. And when Baltar go or when Gaius goes into the bathroom, he is whispering the Top Gun anthem. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Whispering the Top Gun anthem. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Not whispering, whistling. Oh. Did I say whispering? I meant, you did. I meant whistling. You meant whistling. Whistling. All right. I'll have to go back and watch for that. Yep. So. Those are my facts. Those are good facts. When do we get to actually go watch the plan? When does the plan happen uh, chronologically? Uh, I feel like it's somewhere between season three and four, maybe. Wow. So they were really going back a bit there to answer some questions. It came out in 2009. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's multiple, right? You've got the original miniseries. Then there's Razor, right? And there's also The Plan, which those are two more little miniseries things that they threw in there. Oh, it must come after. It comes after we find out who the final five are. Okay. So it's that's when it takes place. Cool. Somewhere in season four, I would say. All right. I think. Whenever. We figure that out. I think it's part one season four that we figure that out okay oh those are such good episodes so what's our double count four yeah two sixes and two boomers yeah because we don't see the pair on silent occupied at all except for in the beginning on the previously that doesn't count right so yeah yeah and we're not counting toaster toasters there were two toaster toasters Good. But we're not counting those guys. No. Can't wait till there's a big battle on the ship and you gotta count all those toasters, Brad. It's gonna be crazy. So as always, you can follow us on Twitter at C Double Pod. Email us suggestions or comments at C at gmail dot com. Please rate and review us at iTunes or your preferred location for receiving podcasts. <laughs> Because that is how people will be able to find us. Uh, you can follow stuff on stuff plus. Uh, sorry, you can follow stuff on Instagram at stuff plus verb. And until next time, I am Stefano Kratzaw. <laughs> and I'm the best pilot. <laughs> Thank Goodbye. you for listening. Goodbye.
，仲要去晒你牙。<笑>